Talking Wellness podcast, you're listening to Sophie Bertrand, Registered Associate Nutritionist. And Barry Strickoff, Registered Dietitian. And this episode is sponsored by Rivita. You guys know we've been working with Rivita for quite a while now as we absolutely love the products. Yeah, they are always a staple in both of our cupboards. You compare them with so many different foods. Yep, I've been having mine for breakfast at work. Um, with some peanut butter and banana and a sprinkle of chia seeds and it's like a great um, at work at desk kind of option. Yeah definitely and they are also a great source of fiber and we know that as a country we are not eating enough fiber on average we're getting around 16 to 18 grams and we should be hitting around 30 grams. So if you want to up your fiber intake and make sure you are hitting those 30 grams, you can join the Fiber Fit campaign um, and take the quiz online just to see how much fiber you are actually having and join Rivita's campaign to get 30 grams of fiber in 30 days. Yeah, and we'll link that in the show notes for anyone that's interested. Amazing. And now for another catch up, let's forking catch up number three. <laughs> it sounds weird that we this is our third one that we're doing. I know. We've decided to do these episodes because they're actually some of our most listened to. People seem to love when we catch up and answer questions. So as per usual, you guys have kept sending them in, which is great. We love it when you ask questions. So we're going to answer those throughout the episode. Yeah. And just like really just like update you guys on what's going on. I think that the podcast is a great way for us to connect with our followers and stuff because you can't really see everything from Instagram and maybe we don't do a great job of kind of like explaining, you know, real life situations. So this gives us kind of that platform to, you know, say it how it is in not a lengthy caption that no one reads. I know. (laughs) And I think that a lot of people like Instagram is such a huge part of their life. And yeah, it's a big part of mine. It's a big part of my job and what I do. But I'm not that I'm kind of an introvert. So I don't just, it doesn't come naturally to me to open up and like share everything I'm doing. Part of me is like, who cares? Yeah. (laughs) Would you you identify as an introvert actually? 100%. I don't think you're very introverted. Do you not? I I think you're a homebody at times. Like you love like being like in your house and like with the dog and with Ash and like you're such a family oriented person. Yeah. But I wouldn't say you're introverted. Well, I think, like, a lot of people thought I was shy growing up. And it actually wasn't that. It was, I just didn't feel the need to say anything. Oh, my God. That's exactly my dad. Really? Yeah, he's not shy at all. He's just, like, a man of few words. I mean, you know, like, you can ask my family. If I have a problem with you, you'll know about it. Like, (laughs) I'm not shy in that sense. And I'll always say how I feel. And I can be quite sassy at times. But if, if like, I'm not the type of person that's just going to, like, be the centre of attention and, like, speak to everyone in the room, I'll just, like, stand there and kind of, like, analyse it. Oh, my God, I think I'm that person in the centre of attention. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone in the room. We're like the yin and yang. <laughs> Always. I think that, like, I'm definitely an extrovert, like, 100%. But, like, I need those times, like, alone to, like, recharge. Same. That's so. crucial to my well-being. Same. So I'm definitely not introverted, but I need my like alone space yeah. um, and time to just like in my own thoughts. But I don't like spending too much time in my own thoughts because it can be not a happy place. Same. And I've actually realized I used to think that I loved being on my own, but I've realized I need one person. Yeah. Like <laughs> you, it used to be my sister. And then obviously when I met Ash and my sister moved in with her boyfriend, yeah. Ash is like my one person. And then it's you. <laughs> yeah. And then it's that. Yeah. It's like, I don't yeah. feel the need to be in a massive group of people at the time, but I do like being with someone. 
interesting. I like both. I do need, and I think Mark's the same way as you. Like, he's happy just it being, like, us or him going out with one friend yeah. or just something like that where, like, I like that, but, like, I love a group. Oh, yeah, same. I outing. do love a group. But, I'm, you know, when, like, so me and my sister used to be so funny. If we had, like, a party in the evening and then everyone would stay the night. Yeah. We, we'd be like, okay, we had the group thing last night. Now it's time to go home. A hundred percent. I actually can really relate to that, Mark. And I, whenever we go back to America, like, we tend to, like, stay with friends and stuff like yeah. that. And our classic thing is, like, eating five in the morning. Yeah. Like, we literally just will, like, dip out at five in the morning. Oh, my God, morning. we're the same, literally. That is funny. He's always, like, must stop. Yeah. Yeah, me and Ash like, okay, leave. <laughs> okay, so I guess we're the same on that part. But I definitely think that I'm more, more of an extrovert. But, yeah, so it's weird because I am an extrovert, um, but I don't actually like being that open on Instagram, mm-hmm. which is ironic because, like, I, I share so much, but, like, I just yeah. find it, I don't know, I still, I'm still struggling with it. Yeah, and I personally think it's really important to enjoy your life more and get your satisfaction off of social media. Yeah, and that's something that we always talk about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, okay, so a few things to catch up on. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing that I've not really shared on Instagram or with anyone, but, like, I'm forking, struggling yeah. to, like, do everything that I feel like I'm supposed to. And, like, I did have this chat with Mark the other day and definitely cried. And um, I just, like, don't know how – I don't know if everyone feels this way or it's just me, but, like, I'm struggling – like, I work full-time, I come home, then I cook dinner, and then I clean yeah. up, and then I have, like – Barry the dietitian things I want to do, and then, you know, make sure I have a house that's, like, nice Clean, and tidy yeah. to come home to, um, but then also not spend too much money on, like, cleaners and things like yeah. that, take care of I Oscar. Like keeping up to date with your washing. Oh my god, yes. We don't have the bed. A hundred percent, and yeah. then, like, being financially savvy and, like, thinking yes. about my student loans and, you know, just, like, putting away into savings, but then also, like, just living in London is so expensive and just, like... Yeah. Then also being like, oh, I need to, you know, move my body and get up and, you know, take walks or mm-hmm. go to the gym. And then also just like sitting down and powering through my forever to-do list. Yeah, that's and what I'm finding most difficult. I'm that. just fucking, sorry, it's forking, <laughs> struggling. Like I really am. Like I yeah. just find it so difficult to balance everything and I just don't know. I don't know what to do. Like I'm, I'm d- doing it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm managing. But, like, some days I am all consumed by it. Yeah. I think how I try and cope with it when I'm going through phases like that, and I'm actually going through a similar phase, because I have, like, three huge things going on at the moment. One in which is just running my business and trying to make money. Yeah. And then there's, like, other two big things on the side as well. And it's, like, how do you decide how much time to dedicate to each one? Yeah, and also you got to switch off. Like, you can't actually work all day every day yeah so something me and ash do is every time like i know like you're allowed to sit down and complain and you need that like outlet and you need to do that sometimes but like the other night i had it was like 10 o'clock at night and i hadn't put the sheets on the bed so i was like ash can you help me put the sheets on the bed and he was like oh like this is not what i want to be doing at like 10 o'clock at night and i was like at least we have a bed to get into so like every time you say like a complaint it's a gratitude moment and then like our boiler broke down the other day and we'd have we've had to fork out so much money to get it fixed um on top of like the boiler insurance i pay and we kept saying to each other like we have our health yeah (laughs) and i know that like you can complain and like you know 
someone's always having a worse day than you so we always just try and remain grateful for what we have that's a good idea I need to do that I did try to get back into journaling um because mm. when I was really really stressed last year um I was journaling and that really helped but I'm so tired by the time I get that's the thing bed. it's like do you then sit and write more when you've just been like replying to emails all day I literally with my first journal entry the other day Mark picked it up and read it and it was like I want to be like successful I want to be a good dog mom I want to be a good girlfriend and he's like is this your journal entry <laughs> it was just like everything I want to aspire to be like I want to be um like a good daughter and I want to have good relationships with my friends and my family. I was like, I don't know if this is journaling or me just like putting it out there. Like manifest. I just want to be the best I can be. But yeah. like, it's so fucking hard. And like some things that was going to give, um, you can't like, I don't know, mm-hmm. but just managing. And I think having that time off in the evening is important. But yeah. Mark and I are actually like, we always just like watch a series together and that's just like our time to like relax in the night yeah. and things. But we don't have anything to watch at the moment. And we're watching old episodes of Hell's Kitchen, and I'm sick of it. I don't want to watch Hell's Kitchen anymore. Watch um, Chicago Fire and Chicago PD. Yeah, but Mark's not, like, into those shows. Oh, Ash loves them. But you and I are quite different, whereas I I give myself the five working days, and it doesn't matter if I'm working till 10 or 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, those are my working days. And I try, and then I'm happy to work Saturday mornings, but I really love to have Sundays off, whereas I think you're actually working most weekends at the moment. Yeah, I work straight there. So just I need because, like a full one day off. Yeah, I it I think it was different when I work from home a lot mm. because then I can turn off at like six and yeah. then like I have time. But when you've got traveling back from work, yeah, yeah my commute's like an hour. Um, and I and um, yeah, from like um, Shepherd's Bush all yeah. the way back to Wimbledon. So it's and the trains. I don't know if anyone's listening who can relate to either the overground or the district or the district line. Both, it's like the worst. It's like the worst of both worlds. Is Mm. that like a thing to say? Yeah, Um, you're stuck with the least efficient train lines, basically. Yeah, which is so annoying. Mm. But whatever. Like I, um, I just get through it. I actually use that time to like listen to podcasts. I really want to get into Audible. I really want to, because I'm not reading anymore, because I'm just, like, tired as fuck. Yeah. Um, so I really want to get into some audiobooks. Um, thinking about it, not yet committing. Yeah. If anyone does it and has good, positive feedback, mm-hmm. let me know. Yeah. Are you reading? I know that was something you wanted to no, do. No, I'm not. Just, yeah. I'm, again, I'm still, I'm just constantly researching. Yeah. I'm not reading a book. And that, again, so that hasn't changed because I'm still reading and researching. Have you changed your morning routine? Um, kind of. Once a week, I'll do a stretch in the morning. Okay. Are you finding that the days that you do a stretch is a difference on it the rest of the It will be on a day? weekend, though. Oh, so And I think different. the thing is, for me, like, on a weekday, I'm so, like... I'm actually kind of set in a routine where I get up, shower, have breakfast, and then get straight to work. And I feel like if I try and squeeze something else in at the moment, it's going to put me back Mm work-wise. But when it gets lighter in the morning, I do want to start walking in bed before breakfast. Nice. I'm so happy. I've got the excuse at the moment that it's not light outside. I am so happy, though, that, like, every day it just gets, like, the tea. I know. Like, I'm not eating my breakfast in pitch black anymore. You know what's interesting is that, like, in America or, like, in New York, like, we did get similar kind of like seasons and stuff like that but the darkness here in the winter is so much more severe but the light in the summer is 
wild. Really? Like, yeah, it'll stay light. It, some won't set sometimes to like 10, at like, or 9, mm, something. Nine, yeah. But like, you'll have the sunset. Yeah. But I just feel like it's still so like light out. Yeah. Whereas in America, That's like. That's the dream. I love it like that. Yeah, in America, it gets, it still gets dark, like, 730. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like here, it's like everything is a bit more extreme yeah um in terms of the light but then um the seasons are much more extreme in new york so like we get the full range of like summer fall winter whereas like today is quite in my mind gloomy fall but here this is like a winter day yeah because it's like a bit less yeah extreme no snow no we haven't had did we get snow this year up north we've got snow actually i think at the moment oh really i know they have floods yeah the weather's been pretty bad recently yeah, I find snows funny here. The country, like, freaks out and, like, snow day. And I'm like, this is a dusting. I know. Literally, we all freak out when it snows. That's why I just don't enjoy it when it snows. It, for that reason, everyone puts their life on hold. Everyone, like, comes to a standstill. And I'm like, let's just appreciate the snow, but still carry on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I swear there was, like, a dusting. Or, no, it was a bit more than dusting, but, like, not a lot of snow. And Mark was driving home from um, work. And... All- everyone just like was abandoning yeah. their cars on the side of the road and he abandoned his car on the side oh, of the road oh that's so mock I and love it he had to like hitchhike home and it was literally only like a mile and a half and his phone was dying of course so he's like oh my phone's dying I'm gonna get home soon and he was like in a suit and I was like are you gonna walk home through the snow oh, anyways he ended up getting a lift obviously Mark's luck um so but funny. yeah it was just like this is like you need to come to New York and see like of snow like yeah like above your waist so outset from all the rain recently because i live like pretty much in the country i don't think it's country country but if you live in the city it's country if that yeah. makes sense um there's basically a flood right outside like a little bit up from my house like half a mile up so that road is closed at the moment it's ah. like fully flooded but you've like cars are abandoned in this flood like people have attempted to go through it it's so funny i'm like why would you do that yeah there's like signs yeah across. You're like i'm yeah. gonna be the yeah. one that can make it and they're like you know like towards the side of the pavement it's like more shallow yeah they're full in the deep end like they went <laughs> in <laughs> you could have made like several other positive i really wanted decisions. to take a picture the other day and i was like that's quite mean someone was actually sitting in the car still oh. <laughs> Yeah, maybe not. We could have been a good meme. But also, um, we got alarm clock. Yes. I'm I'm excited for this update because it's something we've actually followed through on. I have followed through, but not to the extent that I wish. Yeah, so we don't use it on the weekends because Ash won't have it on on the weekend. Yeah. So, so basically, Barry brought us alarm clocks and they're like those natural light ones. So it starts to wake you up with like a light. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have your music on? No. No, I don't put the music on either. So like, I literally wake up solely from the light, which I love. Yeah, I like it too, but you and Ash have similar, like, wake-up times, mm, so it's fine. Yeah. Mark and I don't. Like, I'll get up at, like, 5.45 and he won't get up till 7. So he's always yeah. like, turn your light off! <laughs> so I'm not I'm using not. it as much in the morning, unless I work from home and then we get up at similar times. Yeah. Um, but I'm using it. Um, in the evening so in the evening like a half hour you set your bedtime so mm-hmm. I set mine to um, 10 15 mm-hmm. and then my goal is to get in bed by 9 45 never actually happens I know that I might sound like a grandma but like oh we whatever. turn the tv off between half nine and ten to get ready for bed yeah okay perfect if now I'm not in bed by 10 o'clock I'm like ash get your shit together yeah okay <laughs> so then um it'll be full light like full power um at 
uh, 9.45, and then gradually mm. decreases to my bedtime's at 10.15, so I have an hour, and then it goes to nothing. So I'm using that, and I really like that feature because it helps me, like, wind down, and I know, like, all right, I got to go to sleep, and it's, like, kind of like a sunset, and then, like, I'll use it almost as, like, um, a little light if I am journaling or reading, <laughs> and then that only lasts, like, 10 minutes, and yeah. then I'm, like, sleepy, and it's time to go to bed. Yeah. So I, I recommend... Getting it, yeah. yeah. Do you find, like, you're less likely to pick up your phone? Or yes. now it hasn't Okay, so what I've also been doing is, it's not as early as I'd like to put it away, but, like, the last time I look at my phone is about 25 past nine, so it's, like, a solid half oh. an hour before I go to bed, where it's usually, like, this sounds so sad, but, like, Instagram would be the last thing I do before I go to bed. How sad is Same. that? No, it's, it, literally, I just, I still do that, kind of. It's just, like, a habit, isn't it? You it is. You just want to check what the latest post is and it's not even that like I actually don't even think I care yeah I know it's like like, I don't actually care I'm not looking there for anything it's just that's just just habit habit. yeah and it's just where my thumb naturally goes on my phone like I could (laughs) easily be scrolling through the news yeah do you know what I mean like it it actually has nothing to do with like the content that's on there that late at night yeah it's genuinely just habitual yeah so, we're trying to change our habits here at Forking Wellness. Yeah. But to enhance our well-being. Yeah. And I can really use some enhancement <laughs> on my well-being. But the other thing that we have kind of improved on is we're doing more exercise. Yes. And I am genuinely loving it. Yeah. I, I actually feel like I've fallen back. When I say this, it's literally been the past week. So, here's hoping it's t- it's not even day. Like, so if it's yeah, literally literally like, since, wait, it was Saturday, so it's literally Saturday. like five okay. days. Um, but I just, I, I almost like, I genuinely felt that switch in my head, mm. and I just like actually started to enjoy moving. Yeah, I um, agree. I've been doing much more class based yeah. workouts, which like have always been what I liked, but I've always struggled to like find the time in my schedule and like accessibility. Same. Finally, I always use the excuse that I don't have any classes around me, so yeah. I can't go to them. <laughs> yeah, and finally finding like a good groove yeah. um, with it, which just is making effort. Yeah, which is so nice. Like it really does make like your body feel then good. You're, yeah, you feel more productive afterwards. And it's almost like I know it sounds weird, but like it is a form of meditation in the way because mm-hmm. for that hour or forty five minutes, however long these classes are. I'm not thinking about my to-do list and I'm yeah. not thinking about like all the things I have to get done. I'm so worried about like, is my spine neutral and like all that <laughs> Is stuff. my knee in line with my first? <laughs> is my knee in line with my second toe? <laughs> um, exactly. I'm so kind of caught up in that, that like, it's just a nice reprieve from yeah. like the other things on my mind. Sorry, that's Oscar snoring. He's sat on my lap. Um, so yeah, it's like my own form of meditation, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I hope it, this feeling stays. <laughs> I know. It comes and it goes. It does, yeah. I hope it doesn't go as quickly as it can. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, be, we'll keep you updated with that. Yeah. Is there anything else to update? Anything else going on? I don't think so. I mean, it'd be a nice, like, hear an update because it was one of the questions that we had submitted. Um, how's your wedding planning going? Yeah. Um, it's actually going well. I'm I basically just have to pay everyone I've booked now, which is the stressful part. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, um, I don't know what you mean, but I can imagine. But I feel like there's, they always say, and this is actually so true, at the start, you're like hectic and stressed, you're trying to find everyone, you're trying to book everyone, and then you have like this lull where you're like, okay, everyone's booked, everything's in line, 
and then it picks up again and you're like oh shit I've got to like make sure everything's going to plan and that's where I'm at I'm like I need to get like the wedding sign and the place cards and the menus printed. Oh my god. Yeah, like stuff that you don't even really think about. But yeah. it's, that is last minute to do stuff. Like you don't really tend to do that far yeah. in advance. Yeah, especially because so. something changes and you have to do it twice and like what a waste of money. Exactly. And I'm like, this is another thing. It's like, is someone going to drop out? Like, do I need to like add or take away place cards? Like I still haven't finalised my vegan dish either. So I'm like, I can't print the menus until... I've, like, agreed with the caterer what the vegan option's going to be. Um, Did you try it when you went to visit? We didn't have a vegan option. So, I... There's a fish and a meat option. Yeah. And... Because, obviously, I eat fish. So, the only... As far as I'm aware, the only vegan person coming to my wedding is my photographer. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. I, I haven't heard back in terms of what people want as a dish from, like, 10 or 15 people out of 75. Um, so unless one of those guys is vegan, I literally just have to have this vegan option for my photographer. So it might not even go on the menu, to be fair. Oh my god, that's actually really funny. Yeah, so, yeah, she is, she's a very special photographer. (laughs) She is getting her own dish. That's very, um, um, niche. So yeah, that's where we're at. I'm getting kind of frustrated with Ash because he hasn't chosen his suit. Oh, have happened. Yeah. Um, so that's that. I've also had a freak out about my shoes and I've decided to change my shoes. I feel like, I mean, maybe it's different, depends on the dress, but I feel like I'm, there's all that, like, controversy people, like, wear sneakers and things. (laughs) I will not be wearing sneakers. (laughs) I don't know what I'll be wearing at my wedding, but, like, I want to be on that dance floor. Well, this is, I am thinking, am I just going to be taking these heels off in the evening? So I think a lot of people do that. Uh, every That's wedding what I mean. I've been like, to, I've taken heels off in the evening. Heels for the ceremony. But is it like a rule that the bride has to keep them on? I say fork all the rules. It's your day. Mm. You do whatever makes you happy. Everyone keeps saying like, oh, are you nervous? I'm not nervous at all to get married. Like, I'm so excited. Yeah. The only thing that makes me nervous is the day running as smoothly. smoothly. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that's stressful because as much as it's a day for you, you want to make sure all your guests are happy. I want everyone to have the best time. Exactly, and that's kind of I want my wedding to be the best wedding they've ever been to. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you do. I feel like everyone feels that way. Like, we all want, like, for our guests to have so much fun and to everyone walk away from that day being like, oh my god, I went to the best wedding in the world. Yeah. But I hope for you guys. (laughs) <laughs> no pressure <laughs> no pressure I mean it'll be amazing no matter what it's just such a good group of like family and friends I yeah. feel like 75 is like the ideal number yeah and that is including the photographer and videographer yeah because so. I feel like that's enough people like there to have like you know what I mean like yeah to make it look like it's not like sparse yeah but it's not too many where it's like you're, you're spending time saying hi to everyone oh my god that's my so that's another thing I'm not like I actually refuse to stand on my wedding day and line up and have photographs done like yeah I have hired a photographer who is like 99.9% candid shots perfect I love that and like and I feel like some of my family members are going to be quite annoyed about that but I'm like have a photo of you if you want one but I'm not standing there smiling all afternoon so my face hurts yeah again it's your day and like you do what you makes you happy yeah ultimately it's yeah. a good update. I'm excited. It's getting close. It is. Do the countdown. No, I'm not that kind of person. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be either. <laughs> so, that's fine. I could do, because my mum brought me a calendar for Christmas. Oh yeah, the one with bear on it. The one with bear yeah. on each month. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not counting down. I feel like when it gets to like 
so April is my first dress fitting. That's like, like the... Yeah, that's like the start of like the actual mental countdown. Yeah, I need to book my flights. <laughs> I, I genuinely think you're the only one who hasn't booked your flights. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Everyone has. I won't okay. say names, but... Oh my god, well, I've booked the accommodation. Yeah, I just so haven't booked Obviously flights. you're coming, but it's, it's just because they're going up. I would book them soon. Okay. It's on my And apparently, list. Wednesday is the cheapest day to That's book your flight. That's when I was flying out anyways. No, I mean, if you actually book it on a Wednesday. Oh. Not to fly out on a Wednesday, but make your booking on a Wednesday. Do you see Why? what I'm saying? Yes. I don't know. Who's that? Um, my makeup artist who's flying out. And she booked it on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So now I'm going to put it on my to-do list and put it off until next yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've literally missed it. So another week. <laughs> Amazing, that's, that's great. It's like yeah. a to-do list thing that's not actually to do now. It sounds like the ideal thing. <laughs> it's on the thing. non-urgent part of the list. Yeah, that sounds like the best part of the to-do <laughs> list. It's like, be wary of. Um, amazing, so that was one question. Um, we got a really interesting submission, um, kind of like um, asking our opinion about something. Yeah, so this actually came through on the Forking Wellness email. So we did have a thought if you guys do want to send in kind of extended questions via email very happy to receive um also just dm us we've got hannah on the walking wellness account so Mm -hmm. she'll always get back to you or pass the message on to us so we want you guys to feel like you can contact us easily yeah so you can email workingwellness at gmail.com yeah um and so yeah i'll read you what this says um i might stutter a bit i always get nervous when i read long things um but it says hi guys thank you so much for putting this podcast up it's so nice to listen to i listen every week on my way to work and i really enjoy the topics and guests that you guys have on that's very nice thank you thank you um (laughs) i wanted to ask you if you had any tips for someone parentheses a friend definitely not me um my friend is struggling to have or she struggles because she has no appetite she can easily go the whole day without eating, and she's struggling to gain weight. It's not a disorder relationship with food, and it's definitely more lifestyle stress-related, but she really can't stomach anything. What would you guys recommend? First of all, I just want to put out that we don't know the whole situation, so this is advice that we can give to the best of our ability without being yeah. specific. Um, but I think, like, I think what we can take from this is during stressful times in your life, like, appetite can come and go for certain people. Some people under stress, like, tend to eat more for comfort, Mm -hmm. and some people just, like, lose their appetite. But what's kind of, like, your recommendation um, to how to deal with those situations? Yeah. I would say schedule in times to eat. And even if you don't have an appetite, you, you know, you don't have that love for food that you usually do, just eat. I know that sounds, like, easier said than done. But you don't have to be like, oh my god, I'm so excited about, I don't know, my fish and chips. Yeah. But I know I have to eat. I know my body needs energy. And yeah. I, I have, for this point of my life, I'm, I'm going to eat for energy. It doesn't have to be enjoyment if you genuinely don't, you're not in that place. Yeah, definitely. I would say, same thing, like, um, it doesn't have to be, like, an elaborate meal. Like, you literally don't have to, um, like put together an entire cook from scratch. Oh, God, yeah. That's like the worst thing you can do yeah. if you haven't got an appetite. Exactly. Just eat easy things that, yeah. like, you know you like. Um, so, like, things like toast is so easy. Like, depends what you put on it. But 
you know, it can be really, really nutritious. Or, like, even if you just want to have a slice of toast with butter, there's nothing wrong with that. I actually love that as a snack, personally. But I find it really comforting. Yeah. So just choose foods that, like, are quite comforting to you. Whether, yeah. I don't know, you love mashed potatoes, have a bowl of mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, ask yourself, like, if there's anything you could eat in that moment, you know, what would it be? Yeah, I think... Some food is better than no food, especially, like, you need energy throughout the day. You do need energy. Like, your brain needs energy. Your body needs energy. Especially, like, if you're at work. Like, you're going to need to focus. And, Mm -hmm. like, lack of food can really impact your concentration. Or if you, you know, I don't know, if your work is quite physical. Let's say, like, you're, um, I don't know, some physical labor-intensive jobs. um, You really don't want your performance to slip. And, obviously, we need nutrients. Like, our blood sugars need to remain somewhat stable (laughs) um so it is important to not skip meals even if you are not feeling hungry but again just go for like smaller options that are easy to digest like you don't have to push yourself and go like make a whole like salad with like roasted vegetables and quinoa and tofu and yeah and maybe try eating with friends and family yeah it feels more social it might feel more meaningful even if you don't really feel hungry um, but if you if it's an ongoing problem, I would definitely recommend either checking with your GP or seeing some kind of qualified health professional. 100%. If it is going on for a while, definitely get a referral, go back to your GP, see what's going on. But also, if you said that it is more lifestyle, if it is more stress-related, maybe we need to take a deeper look at what's causing the stress and maybe some alternative coping strategies to help deal with the stress. So whether that's with a qualified professional, if you want to seek someone um, out to help you with that, or if it's something that you can, you know, go through maybe with friends or family or reflect on individually, um, maybe finding the source of that stress um, that's impacting your appetite could be a really good first step. Yeah, definitely. Amazing. What other questions did we get? So... I got on about caffeine. How much caffeine is too much? <laughs> this comes at a perfect time. Okay, first of all, we've got a whole episode on this. So if you want to dive more into caffeine slash caffeine addiction or caffeine effects, then listen to our episode on how the fork... No. Yeah, how the fork do I manage my coffee addiction? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Okay. Barry, you go. <laughs> I have actually been so bad recently. Like, I actually said to myself the other day, my coffee intake is getting out of control. I think because I was having a really, really busy time at work, we just did a whole rebrand for the company, and it was, like, really time-consuming. I was working yeah, late you, nights. Yeah, you've been doing um, And so I was not going to lie. I was having, like, four or five cups of coffee a day. You were over-caffeinated. Um, I was over-caffeinated just because, like, I had these deadlines. And, like, that's not an excuse. Like, I really should have just, like been able to do it without it but I wasn't I was sleep deprived and like I know this is not the most sound maybe as a dietitian I shouldn't be saying these things but I think it is really important to exactly (laughs) I think it really is important to say that like you know I struggle with things just as much as the next person even if I do have certain qualifications behind my name yeah um I'm just an average person who like works long hours and is addicted to caffeine but yesterday so I was in the office yesterday, and I, like, needed that 3 o'clock cup of coffee. Like, I was 
literally like on the decline mm-hmm. and there were some people standing next to the Nespresso machine and I just said to them look I'm handing you a caffeinated pod and a decaffeinated pod I'm turning around put whichever oh one God, you want in the coffee machine I don't know and it, it might have been caffeine it might have been decaf I felt fine after and like I was able to get through the rest of the day you still don't know I still don't know oh, I would have had to ask when I finished the cup no because it was yesterday so I was it might have been like a placebo effect. yeah that's the thing like I should have asked today, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, I kind of don't want to know, though, because That's if it was decaf that I've been, like, I don't know. I don't want to know. Yeah. It could have been caffeine, for all I know. Like, it could have mm-hmm. been fine. Sorry, Oscar's snoring so loud. Um, but, yeah, that that was kind of something that I was just like, let someone else have the control. Mm. I would love to have the decaf. I would. And, like, the, I think the problem is that I find a cup of coffee so comforting like the smell the taste like I, I do. love it so I'll have decaf sometimes especially if it's the afternoon I yeah. actually I'm my coffee addiction is nothing on yours and actually I don't even have a coffee addiction like I can easily go a day without a cup of coffee yeah like, I haven't had one today it's three twelve. in the I afternoon had two. okay so I had a matcha this morning but okay how's your matcha intake there um I wouldn't it's very very rare that I have more than two Okay. Actually, no, more than one. I normally just have one. Or yeah. I have one coffee. I actually had a coffee and a matcha the other day and I felt amazing. <laughs> Honestly, like, I literally... It sounds so bad, but I really don't feel the negative effects of it. Yeah. Like, I always... And I know that... Already. If you're literally solely using caffeine to fuel your day, I think that's an issue. A hundred percent. I'm literally not blind to that. Like, I literally just need to... I wasn't direct to you, by the way. <laughs> I wasn't like, Barry, if you're using coffee My to fuel your day. Last week, I literally had alarm clock set at 1 in the morning, 3 in the morning, yeah, and did. 4 in the morning yeah. for work to do things in the Did you sleep the on the, the sofa? I slept on the sofa yeah. because I didn't want to wake Mark yeah. up with my alarms, but there were things that I needed to do at specific times for, like, whatever. It was a bit complicated. Don't need to get into it. But... Um, and I just, like, still haven't recovered from that poor night of sleep, and ever since then have literally been, so I'm working on it, it is a work in progress, but one cup of coffee is, like, 100 milligrams, would you say, I think it was, like, 90? I think it was 90, yeah. Um, milligrams of caffeine, um, I would stick to one or two, I think we all want to aim below 300, um, yeah. definitely stick to one to two a day. And if you are finding yourself having more, maybe reassess other lifestyle factors. Um, for me, it's definitely, I need to catch up on sleep mm-hmm. and I don't know, maybe just take a walk at that three o'clock time for 10 minutes instead of yeah. opting for a caffeine break. Yeah. Cool. Um, did you want to ask a question now? Oh yeah. Sorry. Let me get it up. Sorry, I put them all in one place. Um, nope, you can ask. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I put them, so I just opened my phone to where I thought I put them, but um, I have to get them from Instagram. Okay, so someone asked what the best sources of protein are. Interesting. So, we know that we get protein from animal products like um, red meat, chicken, turkey, eggs, fish, dairy, dairy products. And then you've got your plant-based sources, which are like tofu, soy, tempeh. Legumes, like, lines of beans. Yeah. So complete proteins are animal ones mm-hmm. and quinoa and soy. Mm-hmm. And then to make a complete amino acid profile of the plant proteins, you've got to mix them. So like 
Rice and beans. Rice and beans, yeah, classic. Um, I wouldn't say some are superior to others. No, as long I wouldn't as you're say. getting your complete amino acid profile. So if you are vegan, let's say, make sure you're mixing those plant proteins as often as you can be. We do know uh, we've got an episode coming out on sustainable nutrition, so we know that lessening meat products is beneficial. For the um, environment. Yeah, sorry, for the environment. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say one is better than the other. I no, would just I say mix them up. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That was one of the things that I really learned from that episode, is just like mix things up, yeah. um, increase your diversity, um, which we always say anyways. But I don't think that there's one protein that's superior than others. I think they all have unique qualities. So mm-hmm. if you look like salmon, it's really high in protein, but it also has like omega-3s. Yeah. But then you could look at legumes and say, oh, they have protein, but they also have fiber. fiber yeah. So I don't think that one is better than the other. They each offer individual kind of, you know, benefits, benefits but yeah. definitely mix it up so you get the whole host of benefits from the wide range. Totally. Of foods. I think that people are kind of like all consumed by protein. Like everything is like protein drink and protein I think bars. As well, and protein everyone nets. thinks there's one straightforward answer to being healthy. Mm hmm. And there is not. <laughs> Definitely. What should <laughs> work is healthy. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, someone else asked or said uh, they feel like they're always dieting and not losing weight. So common. Yeah, and a bit of one to get into as well we do need to do our episode on intuitive eating i'm mm-hmm. really keen to do that um first of all i would just advise not dieting yeah <laughs> it's such a high percentage of people that go on a diet will put the weight back on plus more mm-hmm. they get trapped in like this yo-yo kind of dieting where you go on a really restrictive diet and then your body just craves food because you've been restricting for so long mm-hmm. and then you obviously put on weight and then you diet again yes I think, like, when you diet for so long, you're always following these guidelines and these rules that you kind of, like, lose touch with yourself and yeah. you no longer know and what you, you want to have. Yeah. It's like, oh, what am I allowed? Yeah. And when you kind of lose that sense of, yeah, conf- you get confused and you lose yeah. touch with your body, that it can get really frustrating because you're like, I don't actually know what I want because for so long I wasn't allowed to have it. Yeah. Um, but I think with dieting, I think that instead of jumping from one diet to another, like, just... Let's look at your whole lifestyle, like what do you do on a day-to-day basis and start by making really, really small, quick, little like tweaks yeah. to your to your current lifestyle. You don't have to go cut anything out, but like, okay, you have, um, you usually have this for breakfast, what can we add to yes. make it a bit more healthy? Sorry, oh, Oscar, who literally is so <laughs> snorry today. Um, but if you feel like you're always dieting and not losing weight, you know, one of the side effects, one of the many side effects of dieting is slowed metabolism. So it could actually be that, you know, you really have kind of not messed up, but you've slowed your metabolism down. You're at the point where you're not losing weight because mm-hmm. your body's like, well, whatever you give me, I'm not going to use as energy as that efficiently yeah. as I used to because I don't know when you're next going to feed me. Exactly. So, um, actually, and I think when people hear that, they're like, so what, how do I fix that? And it's actually mm. eat more. Eat more, yeah. And that scares them so much. Yeah. And I completely understand how daunting that statement can be, but that doesn't mean you have to go eat more. You don't, like, if you want to, you can, but, like, you don't have to go straight to McDonald's. Like, yeah. it's just eat more, like... <laughs> Of the foods just that you're food. already eating. Yeah. Like, Ideally, you throw the whole focus of weight out the window, put it on the back burner, yeah. just focus on eating the foods you love again, yeah. you know, respect your body, when you feel hungry, eat, yeah. when you know you need energy, eat, 
you know, if you feel like it. Eat. Yes. Um, and just establish, like, your own eating pattern again. 100%. Um, but, yeah, I know that for so long when people diet, it becomes so who they common. are. Yeah. Like, you no longer yourself. You identify with whatever diet that you're on. And that's so common. And, and then you I don't want to feel like the people. only thing you have is your weight. Yeah. Like, and like, I don't want to belittle people if you feel like that. Like, it really God is so no, common. It's so common. Yeah. Um, and you're not a bad person for going on a diet. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not... We're not here to say yeah, that. Yeah, you're not a bad person for wanting to lose weight. No, of course not. Like, but you can always... Like, it... Every situation is so different. Yeah. Um, if you are really struggling and it's taking over your life, please see a qualified professional. They can really help find someone who's right for you. I know a lot. not everyone has the finances to see someone, but, you know, you might be spending a shitload of money on diets. A hundred percent. The diet industry is literally worth, like, yeah. $70 billion. I know. So put that money into seeing someone who can actually give you sound advice. Definitely. And it is investment for your future. So it's yeah. like also if I spend this money now, well what what can I save um yeah. in the future? And like also like think of like your health. So like saving costs on future health conditions yeah. is also a really big one. And maybe that's like a really good motivator for you to like try something new. Yeah. And also sorry, I'm rambling, but if <laughs> if you're going from one thing to another and it's not working, um maybe you need to find a different approach. Mm-hmm. So, Definitely. so, yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> no, not at all. Struggling with easy lunch ideas. I could totally relate to this. First of all, Barry and I have loads of lunchbox inspo on our page. I actually have a blog post on sophiesidethekitchen.com. I think it's literally like five recipes. Super easy that you can box up into a lunchbox. But... What would be your top tips for building an easy lunchbox? Cook extra for dinner, pack the remaining serving up for lunch, and take it with you to work the next day is what I do probably every day. Um, Or sometimes, like, on the weekend, I'll be like, okay, I need a quick and easy um, lunch option. Um, I love making, like, um, some sort of grain salad with, like, protein. I was going to say, microwavable grains are safe. Like, yeah. just put them in a lunchbox. Like, open the pack, shove them in a lunchbox. A hundred percent. I do that a lot. So, like, um, with a bunch of veggies, like, roasted veggies or plain, but, like, raw veggies, mm-hmm. um, sprinkle some cheese and some protein on it, and that's really Chickpeas. easy. Yeah. Or, um, I like to make, like, a big stew in the winter. Love that, um, yeah. Pack that up for five lunch boxes, and that's me set for the weekend, yeah. week. Um, or if it's kind of on the go, just definitely just whatever I'm making for dinner that night, just make an extra portion and pack it for lunch. Yeah, I actually love doing soups as well for lunch. You can, if you're taking it into work, you can literally buy a tin, heat it up at work. Mm-hmm. Um, you can obviously make your own soups. All you, all you need is a bit of bread to tear up and throw in it. <laughs> No, you don't throw it in. You dip. It's I have so to throw weird. That, in. <laughs> that is so weird. Or you could use Ribita okay. as croutons. That's so. Oh yeah, that's actually a really good idea. We learned that from Kirsten from our previous. I'm just like literally scrolling through my Instagram right now to see what I actually post on my lunch boxes. <laughs> um, and they're literally like, um, I have a salad with a bunch of cheese and hard boiled eggs. I have. I just whatever is in my fridge. This is so funny. So sorry. Ooh. I, I'll just interrupt this. I'm someone. I've just logged onto my Instagram to see like my lunch boxes, and someone sent me a question saying, "If money was no object, what would you do all day?" Should we answer that? After oh yeah, that's definitely. Quite a fun question. Okay, but back to the lunch boxes. Um, 
I always love using grains as a base and then mm-hmm. just building it up, adding in a protein, adding in some veggies, and it can honestly be as simple as that. Yep, I agree. Just like I have a pasta salad here. Um, I also done. love um, like cooking like two or three sweet potatoes, like baking them in the oven mm-hmm. and, and then, then adding one meat. of those to a lunchbox. And I will actually do that sweet or savory. I yep. love a sweet potato with like peanut butter and berries. And so yogurt. do I in Greek yogurt. It goes oh, really good. well. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah, I just, my go-to is literally just like some sort of like easy salad because yeah. like, it is really cheap and like bulk it out with a ton of vegetables, put yeah. some protein in it and then, um, some fiber. So adding some quinoa, some frica or some rice or something like that. And that's just yeah. for me, easy peasy and it doesn't require like microwaving at work. Uh, or a stew, which you do microwave. Yeah. Or a doll. Love a doll. Mm. Lentil doll. Lentil doll. Yum. Okay, should we answer this question? Yeah, if there was know. no object, what would you do all day? I don't know. What would you do? I think I'd like save dogs. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> do you know what like hinders me living a happy life is thinking about animal cruelty? Oh my god. I know. It keeps you up at night. It honestly does. Like, it's really bad. I don't know when it got so bad. I, you know, I used to do protests for, like, captive whales. No. I, <laughs> I used to do marches around London. When? <laughs> when was this? Like, a few years ago. I think that's amazing. I'm not, I'm not laughing. Twi- I was in my early 20s. I think it's amazing. Like, I think you yeah. need activists in certain areas or else nothing gets done. I think it's so important. I just, like, I just always find it funny when I find things about you that I didn't know but the reason I stopped doing it is because um my friend and I went to it's so funny I told this story to Ashley the other day we went to one in London for like the um like the dolphin killings in Taji and there was some really disturbing stuff like people like hardcore activists would be like reading out poems as if they were a dying dolphin with uh, like the music on of a dying dolphin in the background. Oh. It was so disturbing. I was like, I'm done. Like yeah. I can't handle this level of emotion. Yeah. Yeah. So um I stopped doing that. But I still do like to raise awareness mainly on my Facebook page, which is really weird. <laughs> oh, I think that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um but when I just I actually stay off Facebook a lot of the time now because I don't know why, but my feed is packed with animal cruelty. Probably because Because that's, that's what you what like search. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what you <laughs> use it. <laughs> to raise awareness but some of the stuff I see is so haunting so but yeah that's how I'd spend like if I had unlimited funds I would literally donate to just saving animals interesting yeah I don't know what I would um what I would do I feel like mine would still kind of be something like food focused because I am like I just love cooking and I love food Ash and I always say if we won we like joke because if we won the lottery Ash would like he'd be, like, living it up with his millions. I yeah. would just carry on what I was doing, because I yeah. love what I do. I I'm would just have same. a nice, luxurious side life. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I, like, don't really think I would change much. Mark and I talk about that as well, and he always thinks, like, um, so Mark is into, like, product design and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is always quite passionate about helping um, to design new products for people with disabilities. Oh, So he's always... That very that's like his passion like at some point in his life if he could turn that into a career he would like making certain products more ergonomic for those who have who are like blind or have disabilities like motor functions and things like that mm-hmm. um I think mine would just be still food related so still like I know it sounds weird but like just like educating people on nutrition and mm-hmm. things like that it's just still like even money not aside like 
just a passion of mine, like, yeah. just, like, making healthy food, like, accessible and teaching people and maybe just running more, like, um, community outreach clinics and things like that. Yeah, that's maybe Children, think, anything like children. I was going to say, like, actually what I would and I should make an effort to do more because I've done it before is actually going into schools because I love yeah. to talk, like, kids love it when, because yeah. they don't do that in schools. They don't get yeah. taught nutrition. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah. It's exactly. just finding time though, isn't it? Yeah, it's 100%. But yeah, I think I do something related to food and nutrition and related to children. Yeah. Um, I think that would kind of be what I would do if money wasn't an object. And obviously I would just like also travel, like not going to lie. I just would definitely like, get a facial at yeah. least once a month. <laughs> once a month? If money wasn't an option, once a week. Yeah, but isn't it bad to have too much? Oh, I don't know. Oh yeah, probably. I get like massaged every week, 100%. Yeah. Maybe even twice a week. Yeah, it was an option. But yeah, I do think that like I would still choose some choose to do something that's like not much different than what I do now. Maybe yeah. just not in a profitable sense, but I would give back. So I well, wouldn't yeah, yeah. Same. so I wouldn't um do it to make money. I would do it to raise awareness for something or yeah. put money in someone else's pocket. Yeah. If that makes sense. Charity. Yeah. Philanthropy. <laughs> In Hebrew or in Yiddish, it's called tzedakah, I think. Oh, God. I might have missed that wrong. My mom's going to kill me. Just something up. <laughs> She's going to kill me. She always, like, messages me. She's like, you were wrong about that. You were right about that. <laughs> so, I know she's listening. Fran's always keeping tabs on things. Always. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, no, they were all my questions this week. Anything else you want to say or anything? Mm. Exciting things to come up on... Working Wellness, we have some exciting guests coming up. We do. I want to keep one of them a surprise. Okay. Because I think that's going to be a really good episode. I just mimed it to (laughs) (laughs) And I'm really bad at lip reading, but I know what you said. Oh, you know what I said. (laughs) We are going to do an intuitive eating episode. We've got our sustainable nutrition coming out. Um, Some exciting ones. We're definitely going to do one in, like, orthorexia as well. Yeah, women's health. That's been massively requested, so we will definitely do that as well. But yeah, keep sending in your requests. And yeah, keep writing in to forkingwellness at gmail.com if you want like your um a bit of like a story or a scenario you want like advice. Yeah. Um and then keep messaging forking wellness on Instagram. Any questions? And as always, please rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, we absolutely adore your reviews like it's really satisfying and lovely to read them so yeah please share with your friends and anyone who you think will love our podcasts and we'll catch up with you guys next week yeah have a great week bye